The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. By popular demand, in fact, not at all by popular demand, um, uh, we just thought that there were so many words of the year that we would would actually break it into two episodes. Yes. So that um, we'd hook you with the first one and keep you listening for number two. It'll be interesting to see whether the ratings soar. (laughs) Yes, they probably will. This is good stuff. Oh, yeah. And the best thing about this is that it is genuine research that another organisation has done that we're completely stealing. Yep, love Except it. we're promoting Macquarie Dictionary. So go and buy Macquarie Dictionary today. We're like generative AI. We are. We're stealing yeah. their work and repackaging it in this podcast. Um, we got up to generative AI mm. and it goes on from this. And in fact, I'm going to put the cat amongst the pigeons. I'm annoyed by the next one. Ooh. Really annoyed by Gravy Day. We'll talk about why after this. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What's gravy day, Charles? Is it the day that you get paid? And so you're making gravy? Making gravy. Yeah. Is that? No. Oh. Is it the day that you make gravy? <laughs> yes. What? No, in a sense. <laughs> Charles, you, you must be an unusual kind of middle-aged yeah. where the word gravy doesn't immediately bring something to mind. A song. Uh, what? Have you heard the song? Because Charles has a lot of holes in his pop music um, yeah, knowledge. Yeah, I'm not. Have you heard the song How to Make Gravy by Paul Kelly? I probably have. Are you like, serious? You've never heard it? I, well, anyway, I don't know. Okay, so there you go. Well, look, I shouldn't assume. I shouldn't assume no, that just shouldn't. because everyone knows this song <laughs> yeah. that Charles is And just is because, everyone. you know, whoever this Paul Kelly guy is, you know, wrote a song. He did. So Paul Kelly, it's one of Paul Kelly's most famous songs, How, How to Make go? Gravy. It's so popular that they're making a fucking movie out of the story. And I think a musical, I don't know, that. oh, they made a TV series or something out of it. But um, essentially the, the premise of the song is that it's a, it's a prisoner, it's, it's a con, someone on the inside, hmm. and he's worried because he's not sure who's going to make the gravy at Christmas. In Inside the jail. Inside the jail. He's worried that his right. family's outside, he's inside. Yes. Who's going to make the gravy? Oh, because he usually Because he normally makes it. Yes. And so he... And you don't, of, you don't want bad gravy on Christmas Day. No. No, because it'll be all lumpy. I but mean... That's, that's the mistake people make is they don't mix the flour before putting it into the hot I pan. I love that you're it. discovering this for the first time. So the song begins with, Hello, Dan, it's Joe here. I hope you're keeping well. It's the 21st of December, and now they're ringing the last bells. And that's why Gravy Day hmm. is the 21st of December. Uh, this, is, this song is so popular that... Uh, with everyone except you, yes. that it's become this cultural phenomenon. Oh, right. They okay. had some sort of music festival on 21st of December a few years ago, and he mentions the recipe, and um, you can buy tea towels with the recipe on it. It's, it's this whole thing. So why does this annoy you? And so flour, it's, flour is key to the recipe yeah. as well. Yeah. The reason why it annoys me is because it's gone too far. It's a nice song. It's lovely. Hmm. But people view it as some sort of fucking religious text. It's the most important song. It, it's really schmaltzy. Right. It's really yeah. schmaltzy in that yeah. sort of Paul Kelly way of, oh, you know, this yeah. guy's done it tough. It's an Aussie guy down on his luck. It's just, I don't know, just annoying. There's no irony about it. There's no humour about it. It's just very, very earnest. Right. So do, are you are you one of these, um, 
do you not? Um, I don't want to hear it not, again. Do you not observe Gravy Day? I don't observe Gravy Day. Yeah, yeah. Gravy Day is a dark day in my household. Not yeah. least because um, everyone else in my family is vegetarian. Vegetarian, so yeah. we can't have gravy. Can I you never make, get you, to have you gravy? You could make vegetarian gravy. I don't know if you can. Cause you're supposed to make it from the juices of the roast of the meat. meat. But yeah. you could, can't you make it from the juices of the tofu? <laughs> tofu gravy. Yeah. Maybe you can. Well, and also, all Indian food has as its base element onion gravy. Well, they also describe um, curry sauces as gravy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe that maybe it's okay. Maybe it's uh, mm. and curiously enough, apparently it was co-written by Neil Finn. I don't mind it. It's an it's an mm. okay song. It's been overplayed. Yes, and it's been taken too far. Yeah, and it doesn't deserve its own entry in the dictionary. It certainly doesn't deserve. This no. is the thing. So it's just yeah. another example well, of people yes. getting on the gravy bandwagon. Yes, it's a gravy train. The other one is White Wine in the Sun, which is a lovely song by Tim Minchin. Mm. But it, like people just go on about it. Like every year, the same shit. Love actually mm. is is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Mm. It's the same. It's it, you know what it is. It's because I've been doing radio. Local radio. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. doing radio. All these conversations. To say, I just don't want to have them mm. anymore. No more gravy day for me. Anyway. So there you go. Well, That's... probably the best way to start that trend, Dom, is to stop talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's true. So from now on, yeah. we're never going to discuss okay. it's banned. We're I'm gonna, banning the song. We're going to ban a concept that I'd never even heard of until just now. How to make gravy. We'll yeah. play it to you after the show. Yeah. And we'll see you I make know. a mean gravy. I'll, I'll, I think you probably if you're, if your family are veg, Joe, you come around to my house. On, I'll, I'll, actually, I won't be at my house. He invited me and then just immediately uninvited <laughs> me. That's that's uh, that's the kind of love we show for each other on the podcast. Speaking of which, Charles, Hostile Architecture. No, I'll tell you what, come round on Gravy Day and I'll make you some of this. Yeah. Thank you. Hostile Architecture, Charles. Oh, Hostile Architecture is uh, is architecture like they do with um, homeless people where they put spikes on ledges that homeless people would yes. otherwise sleep on. That's right. Stuff. Yeah. So it's going, oh, people who are really down on their luck might sleep on this bench at <laughs> yes. night. Yes. Let's put some fucking spikes on it It is um, suck. It is unbelievable the extent that they go to in America to put in hostile sort of fittings and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, and they do, uh, they're so mean as well. Like it, It's just like they have benches and then they'll just put something in the middle of a bench mm. so you can't Or they put armrests and stuff too. Yeah, you know yeah. what they should have, Charles, is a button. Mm. And so when you're a homeless person you lock, <laughs> and you lie on the bench. And it goes, <laughs> No, it's like an ejector seat. That's you. a great idea. Yeah. Now, I was imagining what it oh. would do is it would fire off a lecture, like there'd be speakers in the bench and it would just have someone going, it's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't amount to anything. You're a loser. Well, it is true that, uh, I mean, even our local shopping centre plays classical music in the car park because about a decade ago, they discovered that if you play classical music where youths hang out, mm, they stop they hanging out there. Yeah. Or, or there's probably one kid it's, in a thousand yeah. who hears and goes, oh, this is amazing. Oh. I'm going to the conservatorium to become a concert violinist. <laughs> so it's a win-win. Uh, so, well, no, is that a win-win or is that mean we've just got to deal with more sort of Ponzi musos. Ponzi musos, right. Yeah. So strangely enough, Charles, this list jumps all the way from H for hostile architecture. Mm. This is Macquarie Dictionary Word of the Year 2023 to Riz. Oh, what so is the, Riz? So there's nothing... Between H and R. Yeah. Strange, isn't it? Okay. Maybe the HR department has something to say about this. <laughs> Quite possibly. Okay, Riz, Riz. Riz. I know this one. Riz is... More after this. <laughs> well played. Riz is... Do you want a clue? A... No, I don't want a clue. Riz is a... It'll be a contraction 
It'll be. I love just watch. I love watching the gears grind so slowly. <laughs> you did. You, did you ever listen to the thing where I got outwitted by an AI? <laughs> like, there's been so many complaints about that, but, but it is so true. Like somebody emailed me. It was just humiliating. You being outwitted. Well, you're by, the first. You're the first human to have been, to been outwitted by yeah. an AI. But expect more in the future. Um, okay, Riz is. It's a way of washing that involves rinsing and nah. no, okay. no, it was a contraction. It was a contraction. You have more of it than me. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's charisma. Oh, charisma Riz for charisma. Oh, yeah. that's not. Oh, well, no, well, I don't think that's true, Dom. You've got that's the only thing you have is charisma. <laughs> mm, that remains to be seen. Okay, so that's that's what Riz is. Okay. Uh, apparently that's what the, the kids are saying um, on social media. It's, it's not, riz. Okay. A lot of riz. Well, I think I do have a lot of riz. I yeah. mean, in political science, I mean, Charles, we studied how charisma could be used to, you know, yeah, establish a totalitarian government or whatever. Yeah, exactly. The, but it sounds less. It sounds more innocuous when you say riz. Like yeah. Donald Trump's got a lot of riz. He's got a lot of riz. We should make him, you know, yeah. dictator for life. Yeah, yeah. Because of his riz. And Peter Dutton doesn't. Now this <laughs> next one. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a good segue from Peter Dutton. I'm going to say the word is scrotox. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so is that when you put Botox in your scrotum? Yep, Botox in the scrot. Apparently this is a thing. Yeah, right. Uh, especially as used for cosmetic purposes to make the skin appear less wrinkled yes. and to reduce sweating. Well, you need that. If you've got sweaty balls, sweaty balls. just get some scrotox. <laughs> and is it just Botox? Is it? Apparently. Is it? Yeah, right. Why would you want less is feeling it, and, in that part of your body? And also, isn't it incredibly painful? Botox? Yeah. I think so. Chaz got those yeah. dozens of injections in his face. And he said it was one of the most painful things he's ever been through. That was one of the most stupidly yes. overblown stunts ever done. If you haven't seen that, uh, it's on which Chaz tries to turn himself into Daniel Craig yes. on only half of his face. It's very funny. And the important thing to note is that the, you could barely see the Botox by the time they filmed it. It was pretty minor. Yeah. But for months after that, it looked bizarre. Like he had no wrinkles on one half of his head. Mm. Yeah. No. Good on you, Chazzy. Yeah. All right. Shadow work. Um, no, I'm still concentrating on Scrotox. You going to get it? Well, I'm just thinking... Like, what's the audience? Like, how many people see your scrotum? Especially, like, you'd have to shave down there as well. Presumably like, your sexual partner goes, oh, no ooh, wrinkles. You're ooh. so youthful and manly. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, oh, this is like having sex with a five-year-old. Much less sweaty five-year-old. Like, your body, like, your balls sort of become wrinkled really early yeah. on. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's in many ways the most sensible place to have wrinkles if you're going to have them. Yeah. Uh, no, well, and look, email us podcast at chaser.com.au if you disagree or if you've if, had it, if you've tried Scrotox. We should start doing interviews with some of these people. I, I think we should get sponsored by Scrotox. Scro- big big Scrotox. <laughs> yeah, big Scrotox. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. 
Shadow work, Charles. Shadow work is when you um, do somebody else's job for them because you are an assassin. <laughs> that's wet work. <laughs> oh, that's wet work. Eh? No, shadow work. I suppose that you can, perhaps Scott Morrison did shadow work did for you? all of his ministers. Yes. No, it's not that, although that would have been a much better definition. This goes back to Jung. Does that help you? It certainly wouldn't have helped me. Oh, okay. So it's to do with psychology. It's probably to do with something like, uh, you know, platonic forms and the shadow on the cave. Oh, very impressive. You know, not at all, but a nice work. Uh, Nice, nice attempt to have some sort of link to philosophy philosophy there. Uh, Yes, indeed. Plato in the cave. Um, So it's symbolism. No, well, this is what you do, Charles. You you identify and accept one's repressed or unacknowledged behaviours or traits. Thought to improve self-awareness and self-realisation. So something I've got no interest in doing. So wait a minute. So so you embody somebody else's. So instead of looking at it from their own, you look at it from other people's perspectives. I'm not sure is how the right? metaphor works. Maybe it's sort of wrestling with your own shadow. Maybe that's what it is. Anyway, shadow work is what So is. So is it about you trying to look at yourself yes. from somebody else's perspective? Oh, well, you, you okay. accept and acknowledge your repressed or unacknowledged behaviours. Um, identify them. Oh, I think that's a very, that's very healthy. Very healthy I, thing to I do. I think that's what I've been doing all year. That's shadow what I'm saying. Work. I'm yeah. not interested in doing that at all. I've no, I've no desire to confront my... Oh God! No. Um, yeah, well, no, it just, that would be. Where a can would I start? Yeah, <laughs> and maybe maybe that's yeah. the best part of me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, um, skimpflation. This is a good one. Skimpflation. Well, there's a whole subreddit about skimpflation. Which we you, could do a whole episode on it. Which is, you know, when suddenly your Mars bar goes down from 55 grams to 45 grams. Yes. In Australia, skimpflation is in fact illegal and quite heavily policed. Is it? Uh, by the ACCC, yeah. Well, how do they all do it all the time then? Well, uh, you have there's rules. There's rules around if you change the size of a product mm. but it looks similar to the last product, you have to, for a certain amount of time, make it very clear oh, that you've changed thing. the size. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, do, do you think it counts to... Um, taking a podcast that should probably have been one episode and breaking it up into two, as we've done with the word of the year. I, uh, for the purposes of the ACCC inquiry into this podcast, um, I no comment. No comment. Okay. No comment. Uh, finally, the Yimby. Oh, well, Yimby is the movement started by Dave Porger, friend of the podcast, uh, former mayor of uh, Parramatta. Uh, he runs now the what is it called, the Western Sydney Forum, what it's called, and Yimby's is, yes, in my backyard. So he's trying to change it from not in my backyard and instead make everyone say yes to horrible urban development. Yes, build a massive yeah. um, apartment block in my backyard. Yeah. You've got a big backyard. That's right. Pro-development. And, it, and it's sort of like, good luck with that, mate. Like, like well, there's a reason why NIMBYs exist, and it's not because people don't want to solve the housing crisis. It's because, actually, people don't trust developers or government because they're fuckwits. It's also worth noting, Charles, that people do want to solve the housing crisis. Like, yes, totally. We all think there should be more apartments yes. and more density. But they should do in it in another some, suburb. Somewhere else. Yeah, just don't <laughs> do it know. here. That's the, exactly. That's the thing. And it makes completely consistent, right? Yeah. I believe in it. I just think there's so many other better places. Yes. Places where poor people live. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Places like on the, on the fringe of, of cities. Yes. Just most importantly, not where we live. <laughs> but I think but my approach to Yimbyism is actually that's the sort of reaction to 
the thesis, right? Like that's the antithesis <clears throat> of the thesis. Yeah. That actually you need to come up with a more because I think everyone does want to solve the housing problem. And if we actually had a say and trusted developers more because there were actually laws that allowed the community to engage properly rather than this sort of fake engagement that they do all the time now, then you would be able to have development in every suburb. You know, Charles, that actually seems like a, a well-considered and thoughtful point. You're on the wrong podcast. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, fi- well, that's the final one. Uh, so Yimby was the final one. So which so one's the word the of the year? The question is, which of the words yeah. uh, is the word of the year? Do you want me to run you through all of them again very briefly? Oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. Algo speak, angry water, baz ball, blue sky flood, bopo, bore out, bridesmaid suburb, cozy lives, crash blossom, doof stick, debt trap diplomacy, doorway effect, generative AI, gravy day, hostile architecture, riz, scrotox, shadow work, skimpflation, and yimby. The word of the year uh, is... Cozy lives, surely. It is cozy lives. Uh, yes! Well done. And because, and I've actually been on the committee that decided this once upon a time. Oh, yeah. It's the word that says most about where we are now. It's not yes. just the best word. It's the no. word that actually, and if there's one fucking thing yes. that's on all of our minds, except Albo, as we discussed in the podcast yeah. earlier this week, at least so well, they say, it's because he lives. From his perspective, because he's now living in the lodge and government house, he's now, it, presumably most of his meals are paid for. Mm. Oh, he's, like, he's, he's probably way going, out. I don't see what the problem is. But Charles, he used to live in a housing commission flat. Yeah. Well, the government housing he's living in now is much better than that. Certainly is. Okay, so there you go. You've picked it. I'm actually quite impressed. Yeah, I, I, see, I got one thing right, and that was the most important thing. It's because of the just absolute abject misery in which this puts you day, day by day. Yep. Because he lives. I mean, who would have thought, Charles, that podcasting wasn't a, a sensible business strategy to stave off the increased price of everything. Uh, and just to let you know, we should do, go to a traffic report now, uh, which is there is a pile-up on the M1. Um, and uh, so if you're listening to this last Tuesday, yeah, uh, then, you know, do something about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, um, yeah. That, 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 that traffic report brought to you by PwC. <laughs> PwC, the name you think of when there's a fucking disaster. Yes. Our gear is from Road. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. I hope your cosy lives is not scroted. I don't know. Okay, that was said with real riz. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.